Welcome to a new episode of the Cartridge Club, where we discuss our games of the month with the members of the Cartridge Club community. If you played along, you can always share your own experiences in the forums at cartridgeclub.org, in our community's Discord, or across social media by using the hashtag PlayAlongWithPrime. My name is Josh, also known as Frannic, and I am one of the hosts for this show, and I have a great panel with me today. We have a couple of awesome dudes. We got the Cartridge Club founders, the Cartridge Brothers themselves, or the Game Buzz Brothers themselves, Sean and Mark. It's going to be at Game Buzz Mark or at Game Buzz Sean. And we're going to be talking about Ori in the Blind Forest. Ori in the Blind Forest is a platform adventure title. Some would say a Metroidvania. If you like that term, hey, cool. If you don't, cool. But I'm going to say it's a Metroidvania developed by Moon Studios and released on Xbox One and PC in 2015 with a later Nintendo Switch release in 2019, which I know a lot of people were super stoked about because they can bring the game on the go. And uh, that's the power of the Switch. The voice of the spirit tree in the forest of Nibel narrates the story of when Ori, a white guardian spirit, fell from the tree during a storm as a newborn and was adopted by a creature named Naru, who raised Ori as her own. A cataclysmic event soon makes all of the forest wither and Naru dies of starvation. Newly orphaned, Ori was left to explore the forest on her own. After collapsing near the spirit tree and being revived by it, Ori later meets Sign, a being in the shape of a small blue orb who can attack harmful creatures and guides Ori on a journey to restore the forest. Sign guides Ori to recover the light of three main elements supporting the balance of Nibel, waters, winds, and warmth. Ori in the Blind Forest, guys, we played that for the Cartridge Club Game of the Month for March and um, mm. quite a beautiful little game. Um, I got t two people with me. We got Sean and Mark from Game Buzz. And yeah. uh, how you guys doing? Good, man. Good. How are you? Good. We're buzzed. Buzzed up. <laughs> Happy to be here. Buzz, buzz. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a little weird because uh, this is technically your guys' <laughs> show that you guys started. And then I'm here hosting it now. So that's kind of weird. But No, it's not weird. It's First of all, it hasn't been our show for like almost a year and a half now. That's true. I, think it was I feel like it's longer than that. June of 2018, we ended. Yeah, something like that. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it has been our show for a long time. So that's almost. Yeah, that's almost two years. Yeah, it's coming up. Uh, so it's definitely not our show anymore. And you are already in the time that we've been talking a better host than we had ever been <laughs> in 50 episodes. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no reason to be nervous. Oh no, I'm, I'm good. Um, but yeah. Uh, I was gonna say I was gonna say something. Oh well, we're gonna talk about the game, of course. But uh, I was gonna say I, I, do, so. I, I appreciate you guys coming on because uh, I reached out, reached out to Mark originally, and I was like, "Hey, you want to come on?" And he's like, "Hey, did Sean, we'll have Sean on too." I'm like, "All right, cool, sounds awesome." <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, Mark actually told me we were recording one night, and he said, "Hey, I'm gonna be on the Cartridge Club this week or this month for Ori," and uh, that's Shadow. Shadow's excited to be here too. Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, oh, that's "Sweet, does he have room for another person?" And he was like, I'll find it. And you did, because I wanted to get on. Because I loved 
uh, the first time I played Ori, uh, so I was excited to try it again. And uh, it was uh, I wanted to have a chance to come and hang out with you. Sweet. Yeah, you bought it that second uh, on the Switch when uh, when I said I was going to be playing it. So that's how I was able to play it. Awesome. Okay, so um, I guess we'll start off with your overall impressions of the game. Um, you already talked a little bit about your history, uh, Sean. So uh, what's your over- overall opinion on the game, like just top level for Orion? All right, you know what? I'll jump in because he's looking after Shadow. Okay. But this was my first time popping her in. And uh got to tell you, was not braced for that intro. And uh, I got pretty choked up. Mm-hmm. right from the start and i was like okay that's what this is gonna be <laughs> and uh, so my opinion right off the bat was like okay i'm I'm braced now i'm braced yeah. and i didn't know what to expect going forward and you know what i guess you could say it's an emotional roller coaster it's really sort of bookended by some heavy emotional moments <laughs> i think and um, with a little bit thrown in i guess but yeah anyway overall i did enjoy the game um there are some things I'll get into later that I wish were a little different, hmm. but uh, overall, I did enjoy it. Cool. Um, I, it does it definitely uh, pulls on the heartstrings. It has those feels, you know, yeah. throughout the entire yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, Ori yeah. goes through some some hard times. This this basically this game basically is Ori just struggling the whole thing. If you think about it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I. I'm not sure if Sean's back, but I'll go ahead and just jump in my impressions. I absolutely love the game. Like um, from the from the basic jump off, like you said, had that emotional beat at the beginning. Um, yeah. I, I I felt a little down. I was like, man, this is, this is a little bit of a bummer, you know. But um, <laughs> right? as, as you play the game, of course, like everything, you improve the world as you go go through each st- each stage and stuff. And um, I just thought it was an excellent uh, experience, all all in all. So. Yeah, you're definitely right. It, it, to say this game is beautiful is an understatement. You know, yeah. it's it's gorgeous, like a moving painting, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I played it was a couple years ago on the Xbox, um, probably two years, maybe 2018, somewhere around there. A lot of stuff happened in 2018, I guess. Um, yeah, so really enjoyed it then. Played it this time on the Switch, and uh, the themes. This this game is such an appropriate game to play if you're currently quarantined right now or you're somewhere where you're you're dealing with uh, the, the COVID-19 crisis if you're listening mm-hmm. to this podcast after it's all over congratulations uh, but if you're in the middle of it this is a game that is it definitely feels like you, you should play it now because it, it covers some really deep themes of hope and darkness light and um, I mean even the names Ori is Hebrew for my light and Kuro is Japanese for black and they Didn't both know represent that. hope and darkness and fear but uh, the game is, is gorgeous it's beautiful it plays well, and the story is incredible. And you can beat it in like four hours, so definitely, definitely worth checking it out. And and it's, it's because of the arc that it takes now, and the the game teaches you lessons. I find, and we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, it's definitely worth if you're going to play one game now during your quarantine, play Ori in the Blind Forest because it uh, it gives a good message for all of us. Yeah, the the delicate balance of an ecosystem. Definitely. Um, I I just kind of I appreciate the game on a whole level. And you said four hours and I'm just sitting here thinking I took me like 10 because I like looked at every single nook and cranny. Yeah. But that's part of the, yeah. the, the game. So, um, yeah, overall, like uh, let's let's go ahead and jump into a little bit of like the gameplay. Um, okay. I, I thought the platforming was pretty 
like spot on. Like it, some people yeah. complain about the game um, and say it's a little like floaty, you know, or whatever. I, I actually feel like once you get that rhythm down with this game and uh, you start feeling the platforming, it's very tight and intuitive. Um, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. The and I, I, I can totally see the floatiness. I just think that that's how Ori moves, though. Yeah, I he's designed that. to be floaty. He's a yeah. forest spirit. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know and the he's whole not world an overweight is... Italian plumber. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And the whole world is built around that, which which I loved. Mm-hmm. In fact, overall, I loved the um, leveling up system. I love destroying enemies, giving you spirits, which then you can use towards abilities. Um, I love that kind of tree system. Uh, I liked finding new abilities to help traverse the lands. The only thing that uh, I don't like about it, and this is common for many Metroidvanias, um, is that the world is too small. Uh, When I get these new abilities, I don't feel like it's making that big of an impact because it's only for a couple places and it's just to get to the next part in the story. And other than that, it's just little tiny secrets every now and then. That's why I I always compare everything to hollow Knight now (laughs) in terms of Metrovania. That world is so big. When you get a new ability, you feel like you've unlocked new regions. Like, like there's places in this map that you're just dying to get to. And they're always itching in the back of your head that you're like, Oh, that must be the thing that lets me get through that. I never got that once with Ori. Um, So that's my only complaint, I think, for the entire game, which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... It's it's just one of those things like like with any other Metroidvania, you jump into an area, you're like looking at something, it's like there's a barrier there. I know that right. I'm gonna need a power up to get past there to con- continue the story. So I'll come back to that, and then you do, and yeah. that it's it's a it's just that loop over and over again. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I, I'm not if, against uh, it. Go ahead. If if one of those barriers led to another land. I would have been like, okay, awesome. But instead, it's just a room with an orb in it. And that's pretty much all you ever got from your from your secrets and, and, and your power-ups, other than furthering the story. Um, but once again, it's a small slight. Uh, overall, I, I liked the new abilities and everything. I, just, I felt that they layered it in so well that by the end, you don't even realize how little you had started with. Yeah, because yeah. everything it's such a natural progression as you gain the new abilities. You know, when yeah. you I went back and started on the switch, and it was like, oh man, I I'm I'm having a, a difficult time. Like, oh wow, no, like I've lost all these things. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, I can definitely just jump up there. I'll just uh, do my uh, launch ability, <laughs> which is the best ability in the game. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's obviously I played on easy because that's how I play. Oh, I didn't that's realize there was difficulty. You probably fished yourself, but uh, <laughs> I I the. The unlocking system is incredible. The exploration is incredible. The map is great. Just everything about the way the game is put together feels like it's so well done. And I do understand what you're saying about how it doesn't... The new abilities don't feel... Like, the world doesn't feel big when you get the new abilities. But I've just felt that the abilities made me feel like I had become so much better. You know, like, it was this thing that I wanted to do that I couldn't do, and now I can do it. And I felt that even though the world wasn't growing, if anything, the world actually felt a little smaller because I felt so much more equipped to traverse it, to get to those places. I think the problem is it doesn't feel like I've gained a new ability. It feels like I just found a key Mm. for the next door, which will next let me go to the next place because that's all it's used for. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know. 
I mean, I, I, I do like <laughs> the progression of the ramp up too, because when you first start, like there, you can barely jump that high and you can't climb walls at all. So like true, you get yeah. like the wall climbability and then you can jump off the wall and then it builds to a double jump and then it build. It, I can see like, um, by the end of the game, you really do feel very like, uh, like your, your moveset is very versatile. Like you can go anywhere and it's super fast to mm. go anywhere. I, I love that, that feeling of true. Uh, that well, what do you guys feel about the, uh, combat system? I like it. Yeah. Uh, you just kind of, it's kind of button mashy. If you think about it. Yeah. 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 It, it seems to focus more on dodging because all you're really doing is dodging and hitting the attack button <laughs> because it sort of locks on itself. Yeah, and there's also um, that like orb power where you can like jump at the orb and launch it at enemies too, or you know the opposite right, direction. Yeah. yeah, so that that's also a nice little kind of yeah. pinball-y feeling attack, which I liked. Yeah, that's actually my favorite ability right there for the game. Um, and never really a boss fight, like a classic boss fight. It was all sort of more of a it, your your boss is the environment. You're being chased through an environment essentially. Which I thought was cool. I, I, they were the hardest part of the game, I think. Um, but yeah, what did you guys think of how they handled boss fights, I guess you could say? Um, definitely challenging. Uh, it took you yeah. a few tries, uh, especially like... it. And there's no checkpoints in the middle of it. That's the part that's... you kind of, So you got to kind of learn the pattern and rhythm yeah. of going... Especially like that first one with the water that floods up. Oh boy! Yeah, that took me probably ten, fifteen tries. But like, <laughs> yeah. like you got once you get the rhythm down and you know where everything's at, you guys, you just gotta execute. You know. So. Yeah. How gorgeous is that that scene though? Like, yeah, that's pretty good. It's awesome. When you when you finally get to the point, if you can go back and watch yourself do it, just yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I I, th- I think all in all the graphics and the just general aesthetic of the game is just on point. Like, um, like you were saying saying earlier, Sean, like it's like a moving painting. Um, yeah. And the way they use the parallax scrolling and everything to like give it so much depth and layers. There's stuff in the foreground. There's like three or four different layers of like depth to every single environment, and then they add like nice little like effects to everything and like almost painterly qualities to almost every object in the game and. And some of the enemies in this game are actually kind of creepy, especially when you like go down and su- into some different areas. Yeah. Like, kind of feel a little uneasy. Like, okay, I I'm, I'm actually kind of struggling against these guys because they're kind of creepy and you know, freakish looking. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. In terms of graphics, I immediately think of what's his name, Kumo. Yeah, dude, that bird scared the crap out of me. Oh yeah, yeah. I was very intimidated. She, it's a her. She yes. scared the crap out of me. I mean that makes sense too, but um, there's a big twist later on. In that, in, are we getting into spoilers? Heavy spoilers here? Sure, why sure. Not? yeah, something Let's spoilers. Okay, dude, when you find out why her motivation, angry? yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is essentially that uh, she blames the light for killing her children. Well, the light killed her children because she is a dark entity. I don't know what you would call yeah, so this. There's there's like creatures of light and creatures of darkness. Um, you have a mixture of both. Uh, Naru and her father were creatures of darkness, but they became friends with the creatures of light. Naru, Naru's father obviously didn't like that, so pulled her away from the light, didn't want her to be around. That's the, the owl bear, the, the fluffy one that uh, Ori's adopted mother. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, she was playing with the other two wisps at the time. Yeah. So the owl, Kuro, is uh, a creature of darkness, uh, which makes sense. And uh, obviously, owls are nocturnal animals, so she's a creature of darkness. It doesn't mean evil, it just means she's a creature of the darkness. Right. So, 
Ori falls from the tree. He or she falls from the tree, lands in the forest, uh, and becomes takes her shape as a spirit creature. Naru finds her and is raising her. The spirit tree wants her back, so she uses sign the the light, the orb in the center, to sort of do this call out to all of their 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 spirits to come back to come home to the tree. Well, Ori can't because Naru picks her up and takes her into the cave and hides because he doesn't know what it is, or she doesn't know what it is. So this light happens to kill Kuro's three of Kuro's children, and obviously she snaps. So this light <laughs> causes her to go into this blind rage, this this fear, this anger, and she attacks the light because she's worried it's going to kill her last child who's still an egg. And she throws the light away. Well, in doing so, it causes the forest to fall into ruin because the spirit tree kept everything in balance. It's and this is. It's an ecosystem, right? Everything needs to be kept in balance. There's light, there's dark, it's all all around. And so she's not evil. She's not bad. She's scared. She's angry. And she's reacting because of it. And it's in the end when Ori fails, which is another great theme that so despite all of this work, all of this effort, getting stronger, doing your best, Ori, who is the symbol for hope, yep. still fails. They're un- you are unable to save the forest. Ori does not save the forest, but Ori inspires, and the love for Ori that Naru feels inspires Kuro to realize that she's become the thing that she hated. She blamed the tree for killing her children, and in retaliation against that, she has caused the death of countless children, and she realizes that that's not what she wants, and that's not what's right, and so she sacrifices herself to save everything. Yeah, and there's an awesome scene at the end with Naru, uh, taking care of the egg. Yeah. Yeah. Great moment. Um, and I just want to say, Sean, like, you should be a storyteller because I started getting chills right there. I'm not going to lie. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, yeah, you still this so well. You should hear me talk about Birth of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful story. And um, I actually did peek my head into the sequel. And uh, it starts off with the oh, egg nice. hatching. And um, uh, you and, and things happen. And it, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But. Um, the sequel, I'm very looking forward to playing it. Like I, I'm, I just barely peeked my head. I played like 20 minutes. I got through the intro and I'm like, man, I gotta play this. And, and uh, they actually make oh, it nice. even more beautiful in the sequel. Like they even wow, how's that possible? I don't, I don't know. But I was just playing it. And I was like, God, this is just. How are they doing this? How is this a video game? When I jumped into that sequel, it. so yeah, um, the story does continue from there, which is awesome. Um, and uh, I just I don't I don't don't know how to follow up that amazing like retelling. But <laughs> <laughs> just a uh, quick question: What did you play this one on? Oh, I played it on Xbox uh, on Game Pass, uh, best deal in gaming, okay. right? Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, the best deal in gaming. <laughs> well, what about the sequel? Like, what's the best way to get that? Uh, Game Pass as well. Awesome. That's what I started. Playing Xbox on. Game Pass Ultimate, the best deal in gaming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you just gotta get that in there. <laughs> yeah, we're contractually obligated to get three in the show, so there will be one more. but yeah uh i played it on game pass and um i had been meaning to play the game for years and it's just one of those i just never i never really owned an xbox for the the longest time while it originally came out so when i picked up an xbox i was like okay i'll play that when i get to it and i never did but this was a good excuse to finally jump in um yeah so we are basically said the graphics are amazing and Mm -hmm. uh what complements a good story and a good graphics and everything is the music and the sound for a game. 
what did you guys think about it? Any songs stick out to you? Any sound effects? Anything like that? Mm. Taunting. The soundtrack. I can't imagine this game without this soundtrack. They go hand in hand. Yeah. Everything about the game feels right because of the soundtrack. If you played it on mute or you played it listening to a podcast or any other thing, you played it wrong. Go That's back tough. and play it listening to the I, sound. Uh, I don't remember much about it. <laughs> <laughs> that happens sometimes. So I guess it... It just was proper, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it was so fitting. It set the tone. It set the mood. Because it's not just the visuals that set the mood. It's also that sound. It lets you know how to feel. It should touch your soul. If it doesn't, you're a husk. And I'm not really concerned with you. Yeah, no, the music didn't get me. <laughs> All right, husk. But um, uh, <laughs> that big chubby dark thing did. No. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, and then they made that other guy a friend, too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things G- that made me uh, feel. Guomo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Governor yeah. Guomo. Governor, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff did maybe feel, but man, I do not remember much about the music and sound. But even that's sad because all of his people were frozen. Oh yeah, so yeah. she pulled this thing out and she fought, she ruined everything. Yeah, you know, and it was just she was just angry. She lashed out in anger because her children were taken from her. Yeah, and it's a, the lesson here is that anger only anger and sadness will only ever beget anger and sadness. That you can't fight anger with anger you can't fight fear with fear you have to fight it with love and hope yeah and that's the lesson that ori teaches us which is especially important right now also shows how much power that tree had uh maybe too much well that tree's obviously jeff bezos (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um. Uh, what did you think of the music josh (laughs) i was gonna just basically say that uh there's a uh, underlying theme like the music plays throughout every single area uh, if you listen to it carefully and it kind of has a similar uh, like recurring like melody depending on oh. each each section of the game um, uh, like go down to the caverns it's like more a haunting like spooky version of that same melody it's like kind of in the background if you go up to like the the water area it kind of has like maybe more like a water like flam not flamboyant that's the wrong word but like more bubbly feeling like uh, music up there by the water and stuff like that like depending on the section of the stage you're in and um i wasn't really looking for it but i kind of have that like that like that theme got stuck in my head because it, it played it so much and and whenever you do like a cutscene, there's a very specific like song they play and it kind of takes that theme from that song and they kind of weave it throughout the entire like map in the, in the game you play. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't know how I can't remember. <laughs> um, husk. One sound that does stick out in my head though is the, uh, the trees voice who sort of narrates the story. Yeah. It's like, that oh, voice. Yeah. Uh, I remember quite well. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Like booming. <laughs> yeah. 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 I called Ori home to me, but she didn't come. That's so I killed the owls. I think that's more like Bastion. You got a Bastion, Bastion sound, which you could probably do. Um, um, yeah. Well, I mean, this we we've, we've been talking story this entire time. Um, of course, right. the beginning of the game starts with Naru passing away, dying. Kind of have to deal yeah, with that at the um, beginning. Naru dies. Ori dies. Yeah. Both come back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Ori yeah. dies, almost made it to the spirit tree, and then the spirit tree sacrificed itself. It used the last of its power yeah. to breathe life back into Ori. So how long was Naru dead? Hmm. Well, <laughs> wow. about four hours. About four hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's his name? Uh, Gormo or Go- uh, 
it's Gormo, Gormo. right? Yeah, he he revives Naru later Gormo. on. Yeah. yeah, and he he's another one who's inspired by Ori. Ori Love. Ori's role in this isn't to be the hero. Ori's role in this is to inspire hope. He is the lightness. Love. And it, the lesson is that no matter how small that light, it can it can ignite hope in others, and that's what he does. His Ori's act of kindness in saving Gormo when he's caught under that rock, and then Gormo seeing how Ori and Sign go to save his world and how they save the tree and. Yeah, that's what inspires him to go back and save Naru. We didn't even talk about Sign. Sign's kind of like your uh, little spirit oh, yeah. guide, basically. That's with you. It's kind of yeah. like your Navi, but less annoying. Yeah, less annoying Navi. Yeah, that's a good. Well, Sign is what Kuro tore from the spirit tree. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And of course, it's that's actually your, what like chasing it. You think he's chasing Ori, but really he just wants Sign. Yeah, which he yeah. proves at the end when he grabs him. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, overall, I think it was a strong story for Metroidvania. Um, very narrative-driven. Just, uh, I liked it, yeah. I liked it overall. The way they the way they mixed it, like, it was so subtle. When Naru hugs Ori at the beginning, they're bathed in light. There's darkness around them. Naru picks Ori up. You see some light filtering down, and when she hugs Ori, she is uh, bathed in light. Mm-hmm. Uh, when... Kuro is chasing you in that scene in the trees and you have to hide from them. They yeah. use darkness. The longer that time goes by where you're not noticed, the darker the screen gets to build tension, to build that fear, to show that sense of, of anxiety that happens. Yeah. So the, the, their use of light and darkness tied into the story was incredible. Yeah, I felt that fear, man. Yeah, yeah you, you really do. And the music amps it up even more to everyone who's not a husk. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> the music. Husk. <laughs> Yeah, but that last chase scene, man, like, like it, it got you on the edge of your seat, like for real, like. Oh I, yeah, no yeah. doubt. I was feeling it, so, yep. like, and then of course, like the way that he comes in and swoops and kills you, like so fast too, like it's like yeah. so fast yeah. and make it's almost like a jump scare moment, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a moment where you're trying to go above him and drop a rock on him, and uh, boy howdy, I did not want to fall. Like I felt that fear. <laughs> You'd snap me up. Yeah. She. She. She, yeah. She would snap he up. She would snap she up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, yeah. so uh, what... Obviously, we all recommend the game. Uh, any, like, final thoughts that you want to put out there into the world about Ori and the Blind Forest before we jump into some community stuff? Um, Who, who made this game? Moon. What else has Moon done? Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Like, good on you, Moon. What a great first entry. Uh, I got to give them props for that. Um, I would absolutely recommend it, and I can't wait to get the sequel. Yeah. It's, like I said, the themes in this game, it, it, it on its surface, it's a, a fun, pretty Metroidvania. But the themes of this game are so powerful, and it is so important, I think, for all of us to learn these lessons that... What we need is love and hope and that light and that no matter what, against all odds, even if you do everything right and everything you can, you still might not win, but your hope might ignite a change in someone else. Boom. Wow. Uh, I'm like, 
I, I need to learn to not go after this Sean. Is, this, for is, one. this is way heavier for Josh because we started this recording with me talking about how I wanted to start fires. <laughs> yeah, and um, mass execute entire governments. Oh my oh, god. <laughs> uh, but obviously, I recommend the game highly. Um, I got choked up a couple times. I didn't quite shed a tear. I was close. No, but close, um, I agree with any, everything you guys were saying. It's a it's a beautiful game, wonderful storytelling, um, awesome graphics, g- great gameplay. I, I mean, there's barely any downsides. I mean, if if you don't if you're not a fan of backtracking, maybe that's the issue you'd have with this. But I actually had so much fun just going back and getting my guy leveled up, and you know, trying to get all the powers and all that. I, I had fun doing that. So. That was an issue for me personally, and um, the chase scenes. I knew, I know that uh, we'll get into it, but I know Mighty Q Dog was having issues with that. He he did not like the chase scenes because they weren't checkpointed or anything like that. Um, they were tough. Yeah, but I I personally, that's my style of game. I love that challenging, overcoming that hor- hard, challenging platforming section is is some of my favorite moments in gaming. So that's just my my yeah. shit right there. I love it. So likewise. And uh, Josh, do you know what what, what the different difficulty settings change for the chase sequences like does he get a surfboard or something (laughs) i'm not sure but i i bet the i bet that water like would go a little slower on easy you know something like that yeah uh and probably get a little bit more health in general on easy right i would assume okay yeah um but um i think we said everything we're gonna say about ori except for uh yeah some stuff we reached out to the community i asked for some um reviews there's a couple a few long ones and then you guys asked for the three word reviews which is a, th- a little Classic bit of a throwback. Throw, throwback a little uh so we'll go ahead and jump into a little bit longer the little bit longer uh responses here we have like i was saying at me mighty cute i can't talk at the mighty cute dog he says i'm too old for this shit seriously <laughs> i enjoyed what i could in the game but i'm concerned it's beyond my skill level i have not given up yet though so, i believe in eric uh, yeah, good luck, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Surfboard, man. Okay, we got uh, Musty Hobbit, uh, at Musty Hobbit on Twitter, and he says, Ori does things that are usually reserved for movies. Emotional highs and lows, stunning chase sequences, thrilling set pieces, all without having the main character ever saying a word. It's one of those games that rewards exploration and makes you feel smart for figuring out the challenges presented. It's fantastic, although light on the combat that is usually prominent in this genre of game, and I think everybody should give it a try. Be patient, use the soul link to your advantage, and you'll get there. And we didn't actually talk yeah, about the soul link. Great point. Yeah, how do we forget that? That's a really <laughs> cool mechanic that can screw you sometimes if you're not paying attention or using it a lot, too, because uh, basically yeah. you just hold like the B button down and... Um, make you your own save point. Make your own save yeah. point, yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. this challenging here, this next section is going to be challenging. It's- it's yeah. save states in the game. Yeah. No. Kind of. You're not saving the state you're at at that point. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. So it's a save state in the game. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So all you pro game, all you pro gamers who use but, the- but, but, but for those listening, <laughs> you have to build up a meter to use it. Right. And sometimes if you use that in the wrong spot. For those listening, here's how you justify save states. Like you can screw yourself hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved the soul link. Um, yeah. And Everybody yeah. loved it because it's a safe state, and we all love safe states. Oh, what was I going to say? That Musty was saying something. Anyway, it's funny because everything money said, everything but money, everything money Hobbit said. Yeah, it's funny because <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I've seen people online playing the game, streaming it, and not using any save states and still being able to beat it. So I guess they're better gamers. Maybe. Wait, in hard, do you get soul link? Oh, I think you get one death. I think that's what it is. There right? is a one death mode. Maybe that's not hard then. I mean, yeah, that's above hard. hard. Yeah, There's hard and one, one death. Yes. It's easy, normal, hard, and then one death. Wow, I didn't realize there was difficulty settings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. And there had been. You know, there were safe states, didn't you? That's <laughs> but yeah the fact that um ori doesn't talk that musty brought that up i i I completely didn't even think about that but it's so true how much is conveyed from silence like it just blows my mind it's uh the silent protagonist thing um a lot of games do it uh but this uses it to uh i think a really good effect some sometimes it's like oh there's a silent protagonist and they're talking at the protagonist and they're not saying anything back and it's just really awkward right here here it's used really well agreed agreed cool uh we got another one uh one last no actually there's another one that's not as quite as long but we got at mr dean lasagna round two gaming Round underscore two underscore, underscore gaming on Twitter. He says, Ori was an absolute wonderful experience. One that was able to draw out emotions from me that games rarely can. The elation, the sadness, the excitement, the panic, the fear. It's a game that excels in everything it sets out to do. Every screenshot is a poster. Every song is a feeling. Every scene is a masterpiece. These ingredients mm. together have crafted what is, in my opinion, one of the best gaming experience of this generation. And I'm so glad it's graced the pantheon of hashtag cartridge club game games of the month. Well said, Dino. God, I love that man. Also, I just played through Lunar 2, Dean. Um, have you played, or sorry, yeah, Lufia 2. Have you played the Lunar series? I just started that up. Uh, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were asking me. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> no, he's talking directly to Dean. <laughs> Mark doesn't know how to use Twitter anymore, so he just... <laughs> Saves every question he has for people for podcasts. <laughs> oh, hey, Bill. By the way, shout out to Bill. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to shout him out like two shows ago. Let me cancel this show. <laughs> yeah. That works. Yeah, All right. One last long one here. It's uh, out Ma- Mauser TV. Uh, he says, I knew within the first f- five minutes that I would be feeling feels. Spot on. Spot on. Yes, yes. And a little bit of throwback, uh, y'all tweeted out for the three-word reviews. So uh, do you want to read some of these? Read the first yeah, sorry. One? The last time I listened to the show, we still did these. And I don't have one. <laughs> Just like last show. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, let's do them. Okay. Uh, Sean, you go ahead and read the first one. Sure. So the first one is from at Technodork437, better known as Producer J. He says, bring your patience. Uh, Producer Jay, much like Garrick, uh, is old and slow and bad at games. <laughs> I'll do. Uh, I'll do Ryan G's. Okay. I mean, it's at it's rocket sauce. <laughs> it's spikes, spikes, spikes. And dude, he's right. There's a lot of spikes. There is a lot of spikes <laughs> in this game, and some of them are instant kills, and some of them aren't. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, I watched a speedrunner use the spikes to oh. make himself invincible. This just reminded me to bring something up. My colorblindness really came into effect. Oh, uh, because, because some of the spikes are purple. You got to hit those. Dude. And some of the spikes are orange. Some of them just look like a background. Like, yeah. I was just dead. I surprised yeah. we didn't have <laughs> well, any issue in this one. Deficient. Okay, the last one we had are for the... Colorblind? What's up? You're both colorblind? Yeah. That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yellow red mostly for me. 
I, I'll mix them up. Yeah, I'm green, brown, or whatever. Green, red. Yeah. Red, green. <laughs> um, I can mix. I mix purple and blue up occasionally, too. Dude, me too. Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It didn't actually play an effect. <laughs> Did you try just not being colorblind? Uh, I tried. I could try. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we have one more here. It's at uh, Karen underscore Luna Bird. And she says, play Animal Crossing. Yeah, Karen uh, is a big fan of Animal Crossing. She just spent a lot of time fishing this week. Yeah. I've never played Animal Crossing. <laughs> ever. Uh, you're not missing out. Nah. All right, Mark, what's your three-word review for Order Than Blind Forest? Oh, why don't you go first? Well, I go first? Yeah. Must play game. Yeah, that's mine because it is a must-play game. Yeah, uh, there's nothing about this game that you won't like, even if you only play it for a few minutes. Just put your dip your toes in; it's worth it. Yeah. yeah Josh, yeah. what were you? Beautiful, moving, fun. Nice, yeah, 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 solid. Yeah. yeah BMF, good. bad motherfucker. There you that's go. Good, that's good. That's my three-word review for Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <So> good. <laughs> All right, Mark. So, uh, I mean, you've always been so prepared for three-word reviews in the past. Oh God. <laughs> Um, short but great. Ooh, nice. Here we go. Nice, awesome. So, um, Josh, thanks so much for having us on, man. Oh yeah, uh, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, thanks for uh, handing the reins over to the show to the show to these other people because otherwise I wouldn't be sitting here doing this with (laughs) y'all. But uh, I think the last one we did together before everything was Kingdom Hearts, and like you guys had, didn't play barely any of any of it. And, oh uh, yeah! Oh, I hated that game. <laughs> and then me Dude, and uh, what's with the gummy ship? The gummy ship is the worst. It, it's hey, pretty bad. But, yeah. How are you and Rusty? Are you guys like still bromancing? Uh, me and Rusty still love the series, and um, <laughs> I listen to his podcast, which is pretty good. Um, what is it? Otaku, okay, good. Otaku, oh, the Otaku Brothers, right? Otaku Brothers, yes. Yeah, uh, great show. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, Rusty's nice fantastic, man. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about Kingdom Hearts for a second. So Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. <laughs> you loved it. What are you talking right. about? It was entertaining, yes. Um, what are you doing? Why is it so confusing? Why? Like, just take that gummy ship out. Because the game, other than that, it's fine. <laughs> you know what? Uh, in Kingdom Hearts 3, they made no the gummy, gummy ship. Sh- they expanded the gummy ship quite oh God, a bit. More gummy they ship? added RPG mechanics to it. More RPG mechanics what? to it. Where you can level it nice. up and get higher gear, level gear, and uh, there's like a giant. Um, this is the worst part of the game, actually. So I agree with you, but yeah. <laughs> <Nailed it. laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts three um, is a great game with some disappointing aspects to it. I'll say that much. What's your three word review for Kingdom Hearts three? <laughs> three word review. Yeah, for um, Kingdom Hearts three. Where's the story? <laughs> Where, oh, oh, what? Nice. I thought story was like the heart of Kingdom Hearts. Uh, it doesn't show up until like the last world. The rest of it is just retelling of Disney stories, which... No way. I mean, that's that's Kingdom that's Hearts, but like usually they kind of intertwine it better. And then in this one, they didn't. And then they turned Yeah, because I found... I mean, obviously, on the first one, I only got through like four worlds, I think. But the story for the game was... Like it was... You were, you were doing the story of the game alongside the sort of inter the retelling of the, the Disney stories. Yeah, that, that's how all of them were. Like, I played every single game in the series. Leading up to three, I was all hyped. And then I was like, okay, this is fun, but they don't really do too much Kingdom Heartsy. I like the Disney part, but there, where's the Kingdom Heartsy parts? You know, it's it's not there until the very end. So, yeah. I like that. Ridiculous storyline. sucks, too. man. I'm sorry. Because yeah. I know how much that series meant to you. I was hoping that it would sort of been like a home run for you. It, it was a great game. Like, 
uh, mechanically, they improved everything, and of course, they had Pixar Worlds, which I liked a lot, and then the ending was great, but I didn't get enough of that great, like, Kingdom Hearts, like, ridiculous, almost stupid, but crazy storyline, which it's part of the charm for me, so. It's bananas. It's a bonkers world. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why we're on this tangent, but hey, why not? <laughs> no idea. Here we are. That's how it happens. Oh, we're right. loose and free. Yeah. All right. I appreciate you guys coming on um, and hanging out for a little while. Uh, where can they find you uh, doing stuff on the internet? Oh, yeah. Don't look for us. Don't, uh, don't come look for us. I'll find you. At Game Buzz Podcast on Twitter. Uh, if you look for Game Buzz Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us there. Uh, we do a weekly news show-ish. Um, we really just read articles off of IGN, basically, and <laughs> talk about how much we hate internet people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Borderlands 3. <laughs> oh, God. Best-selling of all time. Yeah. God. That was, a, that, that, that was something else. Uh, yeah, I, I do really enjoy y'all's show. I think it's one of the better uh, video game news shows. On there. Thanks, Jeff. Because you guys have appreciate that. We we've been getting uh, ripped off a lot by Damon uh, Hatfield on uh, Game Scoop. <laughs> He's been copping a lot of our shtick. Yeah, he actually said Game Buzz, uh, Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass is ultimate oh, yeah. the best deal in gaming. Game Scoop is the best uh, <laughs> show on the internet. Though. Yeah, I like that show too. Second, but... uh, frantic thoughts. Uh, Next I'm... to frantic thoughts. If I ever sure. do one again, we'll see. Uh, there's always time. No, we'll I'll be waiting. Get all, all that free time. No, I'll do it again. It's just, it's just been. I read your blog, by the way, man. You can do a podcast just on that, on your history. Oh yeah, that was a, that was (laughs) something deep shit. Yeah, it was pretty uh, out there. Must feel good to get it out. Yeah, I I liked it. It was, it's therapeutic for me. So it would be. And just to reiterate, April's Game of the Month, we're playing Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I'm sure none of you have heard of it. It's a pretty obscure title. I mean, uh, I don't know what it's really about. I mean, it's some guy in a green like tunic thing, and you go on adventures. And of course, you guys know this game. Get get super hyped for that, because I know a lot of people are going to be playing that for the first time or replaying one of their favorites. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is a fantastic game, so uh, jump in with us, we're going to be playing that. If you're playing along with us, or you want to discuss the game with us, make sure you let us know by using the hashtag. The hashtag is PlayAlongWithPrime on whatever social media that you go on, like Twitter, Instagram, Discord, whatever. And uh, we'll have a conversation about the game, and it's a super good time. And if you guys wanted to get a head start on May's Game of the Month... We're going to be playing the, I guess it was a cult classic, but like super classic game now. I know it's not even an old game, but it's a classic in the minds. It's a modern classic, that's what I should say. Undertale. And this title was actually picked by one of our community members, uh, Nintendo Hodge, which is really awesome, and I'm excited to see what everybody thinks about that. I'm, I might even dabble in it, try it out myself. Um, and if you're ever interested in being a guest on any of these shows in the future, uh, just hit us up. Because we're looking for young talent, new blood, new community members. New blood, that sounded really dark. I did not mean it to sound that dark. 
We're always looking for new people, new voices to have on the show. So if you want to be on here, don't be shy. Speak up. Anybody can be on this show. It's very straightforward. We give you everything that you need to talk about a game you love, a game you despise, whatever it is. Just come on. We want more voices. We want anybody who wants to be on to be on. So just hit up any of us over there at the Cartridge Club. And let's go ahead and talk about our sister podcast. Uh, one of them I am on, but we're not going to start there. We're going to start with the Cartridge Club Portable. We have Mega Man 5 on the Game Boy. I think you guys should try it out. I think it's going to be a good time. Mega Man's awesome. So try that out. <laughs> uh, we have the Quick Save Club. Um, Quick Save Club is going to uh, multiple months, like two months to play through a game. So you got plenty of time to jump into it uh, for april and may we're going to be playing the game the fantastic indie game that's um very much inspired by minecraft and things along those lines it's called terraria if you haven't heard of it you should check it out it's a really fun game i have a lot of hours in that game and i'm looking forward to putting more hours into it with the quick save clubs and uh, you should try it out and hang out with us there too if you have time there's a lot of options a lot of opportunities to play games with everybody and to those of you who are interested in supporting the club beyond a review on the podcast app of your choice, I'd like to again mention that the club is entirely funded by pledges made from the members of our community. We're extremely grateful to those supporters, and if you're interested in becoming one of them, please look into how you can do so at patreon.com slash cartridge club. Thank you guys for listening to the episode. I always have such a good time doing this. I'm looking forward to doing more in the future. Give us feedback. Let us know how we can improve the show. We look forward to hearing from you next month. And CC Unite.